0: Hey there, Brian and Janelle podcast listeners, Brian here with a quick item for you before we get to the main content in today's episode. I'm super excited to tell you about a brand new podcast series I created in partnership with Moody Radio that's available starting right now. It's called The Grandfather Effect. And here's the quick backstory. I only have really one strong memory of my paternal grandfather, Tom. And it was when my dad and I were standing shoulder to shoulder in a crowded room right in front of his open casket. And I remember standing there a bit mystified. Because, you see, Grandpa Tom had lived only about 15 miles away from my house growing up. And yet I never saw him. He never talked to me, called me, never came to birthday parties. He was no part of our life. He had disowned my family when I was about three years old and my family was left with lots of questions. Because from our perspective, the reason he disowned us didn't seem to make much sense. The circumstances were so seemingly trivial, it just didn't add up. So what happened? Well, about five years ago, I decided to try to find out. And that journey became much more complicated than I could have possibly imagined. And I chronicled the entire thing with a recorder in my hand, and take you along in the journey. The podcast series is called The Grandfather Effect. Would you consider giving it a listen? I'd be super grateful for your support. And if you like what you hear, maybe you'd be willing to leave a a nice review or even tell a friend about it. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Thanks a lot.
1: Why would God allow me to experience these lifelong desires and then say you can't do anything about them? Why do I have to miss out on love and sex and marriage and uh, family? If you're coming at this with that framework, it's a very important and legitimate question that not only with somebody who battles gay desires, but also somebody who isn't married, can't find a spouse, maybe who got married and their husband cheated on them or wife left them, God can't be good because he's not giving me this thing that seems so essential to my happiness.
0: The world around us is full of false choices, the temptation to be us versus them, for or against, in or out. But what does it really look like for followers of Jesus to engage in the messiness of life, the gray issues of faith, to truly allow our lives to conform to the gospel? Join us as we try to figure it out. We are the Brian and Janelle Podcast. Ryan and Janelle here on Moody Radio Cleveland, and it's one of our most favorite times of the week. She's fantastic. She's famous. Yeah. She's a clinical psychologist, Akron native, co founder of Authentic Intimacy, host of the Job with Julie podcast, author of many, many books. Hello.
1: And she takes the time to talk to you once a week. I
0: know. It's really to you, probably. <laughs> Dr. Julie Slattery, welcome back to the show.
1: Oh, I always love taking the time to talk to both of you. Oh. Can we just yeah. stop there for and a little bit less? Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> and I love I love listening to you during the week. Oh, you guys are doing so a
0: great fine. job. Wow. Can you make sure you pass that along to the board of trustees exactly. at Miami as well?
1: <laughs> I do. I will oh. and I do. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, it's been great talking to yeah, you.
1: Yeah, I know. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you need, right? We've done
0: everything we need today. <laughs> no, no. As I understand yeah. it, you had a really interesting conversation recently with a man who battles homosexual behavior and thoughts
1: yeah um, my job with julie podcast this week was with sam albury and sam is a pastor out of the uk and uh has been really open about the fact that he has battled uh, same-sex desire his whole adult life Uh, he's single and just committed to the lord and so uh, in addition to the General work he does as a pastor, he also does uh, a lot of teaching around sexuality and just what it means to follow Christ, just in the different desires that we have and the struggles that we have.
0: Well, and you know, somebody might be saying to the radio, Well, but if he's a Christian and he's a pastor, shouldn't he be straight now? Shouldn't that have been what he's been praying Mm -hmm. for and trying to achieve?
1: I wish it were that simple, you know, uh, that when we come to Christ, our temptations fall away and uh, we don't battle with difficult things anymore, but that's just not true. It's not true with any other area of our life. When we become Christians, we still battle pride and fear, and we still want to gossip. and uh, We battle all kinds of um, temptations and desires of our flesh, so that's one aspect of it. But I think the other thing that you asked in your question is the assumption that to come to Christ means that we're straight and means that we get married and have a heterosexual marriage and have children and when we read the scripture we also see that that's not true that some people are called to marriage uh, and other people are called to serve the lord as a single and that's really where sam is is he believes that god has called him to serve him as a single man and that he actually has more to give the church uh, because like paul said if if you get married you're going to be worried and distracted about a lot of things. But if you're single, you can be more focused on the kingdom of God. And so that's where Sam has landed in his own walk.
0: You know, the way you explained the initial part of your answer to that, I think makes a lot of sense for folks. It's like if you're an alcoholic, you still go to AA, even if you haven't had a drink in decades. And you start off by mm-hmm. saying, Hi, my name's Brian, and I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So why do we set aside sexuality as an exception to that concept? Why do we think it's something that you can just get over?
1: Well, I think some of it is the fact that we have had very limited teaching on these topics within the church. And we tend to read a passage like 1 Corinthians 6, where Paul says, neither idolaters or people that commit adultery or people that are acting in a homosexual way neither revilers and he lists all these sins and he says none of these will inherit the kingdom of god but that is not who you are today that's who some of you were but god has changed you Uh, the holy spirit has washed and sanctified you and so if you just read that verse at face value the first thing you're going to think is okay when we come to christ we're not any of those things anymore we don't struggle with any of those desires anymore and so um, there are verses like that that people will point to to say, if you're really in Christ, then all that goes away. But really what Paul is saying is that those things are no longer our identity. They no longer have the same hold on, of us, on us because now we have a chance to choose to follow Christ. But Paul is really clear in Romans 6 and 7. Peter is really clear when he says that you have these fleshly desires that are warring against your souls that even though our identity is now in Christ, we still battle our desires and we still battle sin. And so, Brian, I just think that in every area of sexuality, and you know I feel this way, that the church has really avoided having deep conversations about some of these topics from a biblical perspective that can give us a deeper understanding of what these kinds of struggles are really like and how many Christian men and women still battle The desire to look at pornography or the desire to cheat on their spouse. Those desires are still there, but through Christ, we have now a new ability to fight against those desires and to follow the leading of the Spirit.
0: Again, our guest is Dr. Julie Slattery, clinical psychologist, co-founder of Authentic Intimacy and host of the Java with Julie podcast. And we come back after this break, we'll keep talking with her about this idea as she discussed it with a pastor who battles same-sex attraction. Is God good, even if you're in his situation? We'll find out more in a minute. It's Brian from the Brian and Janelle podcast. want to hit pause real quick to ask for your help on something. Thank you so much for listening when there's so many other options out there. In fact, as you know, it can be oftentimes really hard this day and age to find quality Christian content in the podcast universe. That's why we'd be grateful if you'd consider spreading the word about the Brian and Janelle podcast. I mean, you know how it is. You find your favorite podcast, you listen to it, you're used to it, and you assume everyone knows about it, when the reality is most of the great podcasts I have found out about over the years have come from direct recommendations from either podcast hosts or from other just friends of mine who tell me to listen to something. So maybe today you'd consider telling a friend about the Brian and Janelle podcast. We'd be super grateful. Let's get back to the show. Great topic today where you had Sam Albury on your podcast. But, you know, inherent in this is something a bit mysterious to some. The question is, is God good even if you're gay in his case? Help -hmm. us understand that question better. What what do you mean, is he good if you struggle with Mm same-sex attraction?
1: I think some of that question comes from the framework of our Western culture that, first of all, highlights sexual fulfillment, and romantic pursuit as an absolute essential of a full life. And that really is a Western concept. You know, there is romance and love and marriage in the Bible, but it's not nearly given the importance and the emphasis that it is in our culture. Even within our Christian culture, you know, the belief that is, if you're single and you're past a certain age, Like you've missed out. You're not a mature Christian. You're You're not not a full Christian. You're not complete. Uh, Right. Yes. And and then in our culture, uh, in our secular culture, sexual fulfillment is the thing. uh, Mm -hmm. That if you're not sexually satisfied and you don't have the ability to pursue whatever sexual desires you have, that somehow we're holding back on you. And so if you look at uh, God's teaching on sex through that lens then it begs the question, why would God allow me to experience these lifelong desires and then say, you can't do anything about them? Why do I have to miss out on love and sex and marriage and uh, family? And so if if you're coming at this with that framework, it's a very important and legitimate question that not only with somebody who battles gay desires, but also somebody who isn't married I can't find a spouse, maybe who got married and their husband cheated on them or wife left them. It's like, God can't be good because he's not giving me this thing that seems so essential to my happiness.
0: So then what's the answer you would give someone who asked that question?
1: Well, some of it, these are not easy questions and not easy answers. Um, And part of it is really helping people understand that our fulfillment can't first and foremost come through sexual exploration and our sexual desires or even through marriage and if you look at the reality of what's happened in our culture when we've chased that for happiness and fulfillment we're less happy than we've ever been Uh, and so a lot of the work is helping people really look at the premise that our modern culture is giving that you can't be fulfilled unless you have these things.
0: I'd love to get your reaction, actually, to another uh, Christian man who struggled with the same thing that Sam Albury does. Uh, Christopher Yuan is an author and a professor at Moody, and he has Mm -hmm. said on this show that we really can't effectively minister to the homosexual community until we have a proper and healthy theology of singleness. What's your Mm -hmm. thought on that?
1: I absolutely agree with Christopher on that, and I think Sam would as well. Sam actually wrote a book called The Seven Myths of Singleness. And uh, and both of these men are big proponents of the church really changing their perspective on a lot of the churches view singleness as sort of the holding pen until you get married, <laughs> instead of uh, looking at what Paul said. Actually, singleness, if you can walk a celibate Christian single life for the glory of God, you actually do better than getting married. And so I think that's really key because we can't just be calling people out of gay relationships into straight relationships. We have to be calling people to follow Jesus, whatever that looks like. Uh, And for many people, that is going to mean singleness. And we have to be able to say, God actually offers you a full life as a single Christian, instead of it being sort of a less than or a plan B. And again, I think this is so true, not just in the conversation, around gay relationships, it's also true there are so many particularly single women in the church that feel like they're less than or feel that they can't fully participate in the church because they're not married or have children. And I think that's something that we need to take very seriously as we look at what the church is emphasizing and even the structure of how we program things.
0: And this is why we're so grateful to have you on with us every week, because I know your ministry, that's part of what God's called you to do is to help the church really rethink how we approach sexuality as, uh, so we can be more healthy and more responsive to what God has actually designed us for. So with that in mind, I know, again, Dr. Julie Slattery is co-founder of Authentic Intimacy and host of the Java with Julie podcast. How can folks get more resources about this work that you're doing that's so essential?
1: you really can find most of what we're doing at authentic intimacy.com and we've had eight and a half years now just to build resources and content for individuals uh, for uh, christian leaders and churches and that's really our passion we know that that most christians feel very ill-equipped in these conversations uh, because we just haven't had them and we haven't had them well and so our desire is just to journey with you on taking a deeper look at the scripture and what it actually says about some of these issues so that we can walk in truth and love regardless of, what, uh, regardless of what the struggle is. Because again, this doesn't just apply to LGBTQ issues. There's a lot of pain around sexuality that most people don't feel equipped to step
0: into and minister uh, in. Amen to that. Again, AuthenticIntimacy.com. As always, Dr. Slattery, we, we love hanging with you, and we can't wait until next week, my friend.
1: All right. Stay here. Keep up the good work.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget, if you like what you hear on a weekly basis, we'd be grateful for your ratings and reviews wherever you listen. And also subscribe so you get the latest episodes. Follow us wherever you are on social media and search for us online. We're at brianngenell.org. Don't miss our weekday morning show with conversations just like this. You can listen on the Moody Radio mobile app or again at our website, brianandjanelle.org. Special thanks to the talented team of individuals who tirelessly put together this podcast every week, Josue Villa, Mike Reynolds, and Ron Eastwood. The Brian and Janelle Podcast is a production of WCRF Moody Radio Cleveland. Until next time, we're Brian and Janelle.